Hey everyone, it's me Shimon and welcome to episode 13 of yet another tech podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Hara Huseman from Android Central. And today we'll be discussing about multiple topics, but not restricted to Android Q gesture navigation system, Spotify, custom guitars, PewDiePie vs T-Series, Pixel 3a, Pixel 3 Lite, mirrorless cameras, and much, much more. So buckle up folks, this is going to be a fun one. For those who don't know about you, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my name is Hayato. I write and make videos for Android Central, and I've—I mean—I've pretty much been doing that for years for a number of different sites. But Android Central is uh, is my current home, and hopefully, it stays that way for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Super sweet. So, um, what's your current daily driver right now? Uh, I've been using the Pixel Three for the last—I don't know—three four months. Basically, since it came out, I really, really like the the small Pixel Three, just because uh, you know it's not a giant phone. It fits in my hand in my pocket, and yeah, I'm just super comfortable with it. Super sweet because I'm also rocking the Pixel Three as well because I didn't like the Pixel Three XL. I I cannot nice. unsee that bottom notch. I just cannot. Yeah, I don't really hate the notch. Like it's it's fine. Um, I'm mostly just I don't like the size. I I really am getting so tired of like all these phones that just are impossible to use in one hand. Yeah, same. I, I literally love the size of Pixel Three. It's so popular. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, what's the colorway of your unit? Uh, I got the white one with the little like the little turquoise power button, which oh. I really really like. Nice. I think more phones need like some kind of accent color. Yeah, I was kind of hoping the black one would get the orange power button. That would have looked nice. Yeah, or or just something, you know, like orange, blue, just anything besides just a black button. I don't know. It's it's fine, but I would have liked something a little bit more, you know, fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So talking about MWC, this was your first MWC, right? Yeah. Yeah. First time in Barcelona. So just to quickly recap, like, how was the experience? Uh, it was really, really busy. Um, I actually only got to go to the convention center for one day. Um, every other day we were, you know, we, we did a bunch of pre-briefings in the days leading up to the show. Um, so we pretty much had all of our content filmed and, and you know, prepped before the show actually started. So, you know, I, I went one day and then everything else was just kind of um, just editing back in the apartment for the most part. So, uh, you know, it's it was fun, though. Like the, the fear is really, really well laid out, which is uh, very different from the other trade shows that I've attended, especially like IFA is kind of known for having the worst show floor. But <laughs> uh, yeah, MWC is really cool. All right. So uh, out of all the devices you saw at NWC, be it laptops or tablets, phones, which was the one device which really stood out for you? I got so excited um, when we got to see the Mate X from Huawei. Sweet. Because like going into the show, I just wasn't really, um, I wasn't really down with the whole foldable phone thing. I just thought, you know, like, what's the point? Um, and I'm still kind of there like I'm, I'm just sort of in this gray area right now i guess until i get to actually like use one a little bit more but it was really cool getting to you know physically see this phone being folded and, and you know see it in the real space instead of like samsung kind of had the galaxy fold walled off so you really like nobody got to actually mess with it but the mate x you know we kind of got to 
we got a little bit of a briefing time. I didn't get to go, um, but everybody else on the team kind of like went hands on with the phone, and it was really cool. So, Madex was a was a super super neat phone. I thought it was literally polarizing to see like Galaxy Fold, and then four days later, Madex totally ripped it apart. In my yeah. opinion, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's they, they both have their own advantages. I think we've pretty much all agreed on the AC team that, like, I, I think the, the Mate X is sort of, like, the sexier phone as far as, you know, like, the screens are on the outside, so you've always got this, uh, this really cool-looking, like, full-screen phone. But the Galaxy Fold, I feel like they're probably going to implement the hardware a little better. Like, the Mate X has that button you have to press to unfold it. So it kind of feels like, you know, like a retro piece of hardware where mm-hmm. they always had that, like, you know, there, there was always a, a, a quick release button or something. Um, and I kind of trust Samsung to make software to fit this phone a little more than I trust Huawei to. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I think the Mate X is definitely the better looking phone, but uh, realistically, not that you should buy either one necessarily in the first iteration, but I, I think if you do, the... Galaxy Fold is going to be the better option overall. Yeah, I guess so. Plus, it's cheaper as well. Like, not too much, but yeah, it's still cheaper. For those who are looking out to buy it, they might choose it over the Matex. Well, I'm wondering if it actually is going to be cheaper, though, because, you know, there's no there's no US dollar pricing for the Matex. Everybody's just kind of been basing it off of the, you know, basing it off of converting, I think they gave pricing in Euro, Mm-hmm. And that's just never how phones are actually released, you know, like a phone will come out for, you know, maybe five, six hundred euro. And then people are going to expect it to be like an eight or nine hundred dollar US phone. And it's just not, you know, like, like that's that's never how that works. True, true. That's completely true. So since we're talking about phones, Android Q was supposed to come out yesterday, at least to the at least according to the news sources and all like. What exactly are you looking forward to in Android Q? Uh, you know, it's it's sort of funny because we actually, um, last month, we, we got our hands on a Pixel 3 that had uh, somehow, we, we don't really know how, it, how uh, the person got it, but it, it somehow had Android Q on it already. And obviously it's a super early build, but um, we kind of got to play with it a little bit. And I think... For me, at least, the thing I'm most excited about is having like a system-wide dark mode in uh, stock Android. So finally, cool. <laughs> finally, they yeah, implemented. Right? So ever I think the since other thing uh, that was like, oh, go go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying like ever since Google started, you know, turning everything into white, that was my hypothesis. Like first step would be to change everything into white background, and then they'll just flip the switch and turn it into a dark mode UI thing. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think a white UI is sort of friendlier to look at. Like, um, dark mode's definitely easier on the eyes, but I, I think a white mode just kind of looks like something that uh, you might want to interface with. It just looks, you know, welcoming or whatever. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, my, my eyes need a rest. Like, I, I definitely want dark mode on, on, you know, just dark mode all the things. Yeah. Even I use, like, Twitter app completely on dark mode <laughs> yeah i don't know how people use it outside of dark mode like white twitter looks so bad exactly like once i flipped the switch and never looked back 
And when I see other people yeah. using it that way, I'm like, hmm, what are you doing? Which, like, I don't know. I do wish there was an actual real dark mode that wasn't just, like, this weird dark blue kind of thing. Like, you know, give me an actual black or, or a dark gray. Um, but that's, you know, that, that, that's nitpicking, really. Like, anything that's, anything that's a, like, a darker shade is going to be way easier on your eyes. So I'll take it. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I'll just take it. Okay, so since we're talking about Android Q, um, do you like the navigation gestures on Android P and how they're changing in Q? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. People always complain about them, but I, I think they're fine. Um, I think the the one thing that I really don't like about Pi's uh, gesture nav is the the swipe um, to the side for multitasking or like to to switch apps, mostly because like. If you if you slide the little pill over to the right of the screen, it, it'll it'll sort of scroll through like two or three of the apps, but then you really can't like if you want to get to an app that you used maybe four or five uh, apps ago, like it's not gonna it's not gonna move all the way there. So you have to like let go of the pill and and drag the windows on your screen. And, you know, it's it's like a multi-step process when it really shouldn't be. I don't think. Yeah. So what happened with me was I was completely against the you know the navigation gesture on the android p so i'm like nope i'm going to stick with the traditional three button layout but then i started using it and i'm like oh i cannot go back to the three navigation buttons layout anymore i'm like okay i'm sticking with p and then q uh what i found pretty interesting was they're removing the back button as well so it's going to be yeah pretty messy in my opinion no i think it's i think it's uh I think the opposite. I think this is a necessary step to make it cleaner. Um, cleaner, I agree. I think it was the Moto, maybe the Moto Z3 or Z3 Play, I think, was the first phone I used that like yeah. had the pie gestures sort of. like they, they had, It had the little pill button, mm -hmm. but Motorola's little uh, gesture system was a little different. So they had it where you could just swipe to the left uh, for back and there was no back button. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why doesn't stock Android do this? This is so much better. <laughs> um, I remember it on the G I series. Think, I think G4 or G5, I guess. Oh, did it go that far back? Yeah. Wow. I okay. Think so. I think though for for um, a future build, like Android Q doesn't really tackle this, but um, for some future version of Android, like they really need to address that. I really like these gestures, but they don't, um, you know, c compared to having sort of the capacitive buttons that we used to have, it doesn't really save you any more screen space. So it's kind of like, why is this here? Yes, I was about um, to mention that, but yeah, it's nice to yeah, brought it up. Yeah, because I, like, I've been using the, um, the Honor View 20 a little bit, um, and it doesn't have a pill, and it doesn't have buttons. You know, all the, all the gestures are just like swipe from the bottom or swipe from the sides. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Honor's gestures are perfect either, but, you know, it's it's like it entirely eliminates the need for any kind of like little bar at the bottom. So, you know, it, it completely saves all that space. And I really like that. Yeah, like I, pr I really enjoyed using the View 20, but I didn't like the back gesture, you know, starting from the side. That was kind of odd. Oh, I like I like it a lot because it's I think it's reminiscent of how you do that on the iPhone. And that's like one of the few things I really like about iOS is you can just uh, swipe to the right from the left-hand side of the screen and it just goes back on like almost any app. I think that's really nice. Oh, interesting. It's really nice, you know, when you come across different opinions and impressions. 
pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it, uh, I think it gives perspective on like you know why, why maybe a software developer doesn't implement these things. If it's like one person's like, oh well, it doesn't make sense not to do this. They should absolutely make this change, and you know maybe five other people are like, well, but I like it this way. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, so let's switch gears for a moment and let's talk about mirrorless cameras. Yeah, yeah. So, is there any recent mirrorless camera which caught your eye and you're like, oh, that looks nice? Um, a few. I mean, I've I've had my eyes on the on the A7 III from Sony for, you know, basically ever since they announced it. <laughs> um, I don't know how really. That's not really super recent. It's been a year or so, yeah, but yeah. Um, that's it's still sort nice. of. Um, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, every time I see a friend using it or, you know, I see one in, in like a store shelf, I'm like, man, I really, really want that. But um, I think more recently, I'm, I'm really curious to try out the Blackmagic uh, Pocket Cinema Camera 4K. Yeah, that looks like a beast. Yeah, I, you know, like the, the reviews all seem to say that the battery life is just like abysmally bad, but everything else is great about it. And I'm like, okay, well, as long as... I don't know if you can, but as long as you can charge it with a battery pack um, or just power it from a battery pack, the same way you can with a Sony, yeah, yeah. then you know I think it's I think it's okay. I obviously it's better to have good battery life, but you know you can you can work around it in a studio setting. Yeah, just slap a twenty thousand mAh battery, <laughs> and you're good yeah. to go. Yeah, I mean that that's always been like one of my favorite things about any Sony cameras is like especially now that they have USB C, you can just you know like. If you have any kind of portable battery pack for your phone, you can use the same thing to power your Sony camera. So, like, they've they've really fixed battery life a lot with the A7 III. But even if they hadn't, it's you know it, it's it's uh you can sort of offset it with a battery pack. Yeah. Um. My my GH5 from Panasonic, I really like, but even though it has a USB-C port, you can't power it off of it. Like, there's what you can't charge the battery, you can't run it off the battery. There's there's no like power pass through so it's only for data connection yeah so um did you get your hands on the latest nikon mirrorless cameras or the ones from canon z6 z7 no um i really want to try out the z6 uh my fiance uses a lot of nikon cameras and uh she's got a, a ton of nikon lenses so you know if i had a z6 and i would still need an adapter because the, yeah. the mirrorless um Everybody needs yeah, a new mount now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, even even then, it's like I get a hundred fifty dollar adapter and a mm -hmm. Z six, and suddenly, you know, I could use all of her lenses, and she's got just amazing glass. She's got the um, like pretty much all of Sigma's art series. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, they're they're fantastic. So, uh, the the Z six has been tempting. I haven't really looked into any of the Canon mirrorless cameras, but. Um, yeah, I, the, the, Z, the Z6 I want to check out. Um, my manager, Daniel, has been really considering trading one of his cameras in because Nikon's running like this, this trade-in deal right now mm -hmm. where it's like you get, um, you get whatever the trade-in value for your camera is, plus they'll give you like an extra 500 bucks towards a Z6. So he's been really tempted by that. That's amazing. That's, that's a pretty yeah. nice deal. Yeah, I think Nikon's just like trying to get more people onto the mirrorless train now. Like now that they've got it, so they're like trying to sweeten the deal. Yeah, and somehow I found out like Z6 is better than Z7, like in terms of overall package. People are like, mm, really? Yeah, it's like Z6 is more towards uh, more geared towards video persons, 
and Z7 is purely for photography purposes. Like, of course, you can record uh, video, okay. but still, it's geared more towards photography uses. Okay. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see that the Z6 is actually like people say it's a really really good video camera, and I, I think historically Nikon's have been like not super great for video. Like, True. you can <laughs> you can shoot video with them, but they're not like you know really meant for it. Um, but people seem to be like going ballistic over the video on the Z6. So I don't know. Yeah. I recently um, had my hands on EOS RP. That was one nice camera. I loved it. That's their their new mirrorless, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's like a full frame but entry level camera. <laughs> it's what? Uh it's oh, like, yeah. I think it's $1200. That's so cheap. Wow. I yeah. mean, you know, that's I hate I hate saying that something that's like over $1000 is cheap, but you know, like <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's a full frame mirrorless camera like yeah, that that's, yeah, that's a very cheap. affordable model. Yeah. So, uh I even ping like canon people they're like oh it's with photography blogs right now i'll get back to you later like okay take your time but <laughs> i need my hands on it <laughs> i played with it uh with a lens which was 28 to 75 millimeters it was heavy with that lens oh, the ca- yeah like otherwise the body is really lightweight but with that lens oh boy it was so heavy but yeah i, I liked yeah, it yeah that's that's one of the weird things about um a lot of these mirrorless cameras, I, I think less so with Panasonic because like the GH5 is kind of the size of like a normal DSLR. I mean, it's, it's a little smaller, but you know, it's like the same general shape, mm-hmm. but like Sony and Canon and, and I think kind of the Z6 with Nikon too. It's like, they all make their, they all make the bodies of these mirrorless cameras super thin. Um, so it's like, yeah, you, you get like a really small body that doesn't weigh much and that's really nice. But then with the lens, it's like, really unbalanced because like you know full frame glass is always super heavy so it's like you know you, your your wrist just kind of has to lean forward if you're holding the camera with one hand and it's I, I don't know it's it's not super not super ergonomic design i don't think but you know yeah <laughs> at least the quality's there yeah and i'm not sure if it's uh, it's somewhat a patent related issue or not so i really miss the you know articulating screen on canon cameras i'm not sure why yeah. sony's not doing it yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that, that's that's what people have been grilling them about for so long, right? Like, everybody's always yelling at Sony to make a uh, make a camera with a flip-out display. Um, they somewhat did it with the A6400, but it's still somewhat like a half-baked solution. Yeah, I mean, it just, it flips up, uh, and then, you know, it just gets in the way of, like, you can't, you can't have the screen and a microphone on the, on the cold shoe mount at the same time. That was so it's, dumb. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's better than nothing, I guess, but yeah, yeah it's, it's still like, come on, guys. True. <laughs> Panasonic somewhat made a workaround. Like, if I'm not mistaken, they have the same uh, articulating screen as Canon, but it like doesn't fold one way. Uh, I mean, you can so it flips out uh, to the side, like it flips out to the left, and then mm. you can rotate it. Um, you can rotate it 180 so it faces the front, or you can kind of tilt it like it doesn't go all the way down the other way, but it, it'll go like uh, like sort of half down to like a 90 degree angle. Yeah, I think that's the workaround <laughs> they made just to avoid that patent from Canon, I guess. At least that's yeah, yeah that's what it is. So it needs to find out something because I really miss the articulating screen. Yeah, I mean for for me, um, I don't know. I, I guess. It's not super vlogging friendly, but you know, I, I'm I'm not I'm not a vlogger anyway, so that's that's okay. <laughs> but um, I really like the even though it's just spending more money, I like 
the solution that a lot of people seem to take where they, they um, have you seen, uh, what is the brand, Small HD with all of their different oh, yeah, monitors yeah. for cameras? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Their focus monitor, it, um, it, it just you know, sits on top. It's like a five inch monitor and you can use the battery from that monitor to power your camera and the monitor at the same time. Jeez. So, Sony people <laughs> love it because then you know, like suddenly you have this display that flips out. It's huge, and like your your battery life on your camera is suddenly like way longer. And you know, the the monitor is like five hundred bucks. It's kind of pricey, but I think for for what you're getting out of it, like you know, it's it's worthwhile purchase. So okay, so consider this. Suppose you have a budget of thousand dollars. Would you rather go and buy a mirrorless or a good DSLR in that price range? Um, I mean, my answer would have to be mirrorless, but that's just because like, I've been on mirrorless so long, I just don't really pay much attention to like more traditional DSLRs. So I would go with, I don't know, for, for a thousand bucks, I think you can pick up like an A6300 or maybe even an A6500, uh, with a kit lens. Mm -hmm. And that's like a pretty good starting point. Um, I mean, even better if you can get one with like, with a better lens than, than, you know, you've got yourself a really good camera. Yeah. Um, or Panasonic makes a bunch of like $600 mirrorless cameras that shoot 4k and like really, really good, uh, values. Mm -hmm. so, so I'd probably get one of those. You're using GH5 currently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which was the $600 one? GH4? Um, no, although I think you can get a GH4, um, like, like a pre-owned one from, from B&H for somewhere around that price now. Like they've gotten insanely cheap. Um, no, they've got like, um, it, it's, it's uh, a tiny little camera. It kind of looks like an A6300. Mm -hmm. I think it's like the Panasonic G7, I think is the one. Sweet, sweet. Sounds good to me. Okay, so I've got a really important question, all right? <laughs> yeah, what's that? Are you subscribed to PewDiePie? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm so, not. <laughs> any specific reason for that? I I just don't really. Uh, I don't watch like playthrough videos. I'm not like a. I don't know. I would rather wa I'd rather play a game than watch uh, somebody else play it. <laughs> okay, so here's the plot twist. He doesn't do gaming videos anymore. It has been really? like two years. <laughs> that shows how much I pay attention. What does he do now? Uh, meme reviews. <laughs> Just reacting to content okay. all over the world. I know. Um, I mean, I so I've been I've been a fan of Jack's films for I don't know, like that dude is amazing. 10 years now, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've like I've been watching him forever, and uh, you know he's got that series. Uh, Yesterday I asked you, and I know that PewDiePie kind of like lifted that for uh, last week. I asked you. Yeah. And it's gotten <laughs> to the point where like because PewDiePie's got so many more subscribers, like his fans end up thinking that like Jack stole it from him. Yeah. <laughs> so both of them had to create a video telling that no, that's not the case. But then it went yeah. really meta <laughs> and people still didn't get it. <laughs> that, that was fun. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, like any anytime I see stuff like that with, with PewDiePie, I'm like, okay, well, he seems like a cool dude, good sport and all that. I just like, I pay no attention to that side of things, I guess. So I, I guess today or yesterday, uh, he was overtaken by T-Series again for like five minutes. So, yeah, I've been seeing that kind of back and forth on Twitter. It's crazy what's happening in India because it's 
it's weird because it shouldn't be related to nationality but some people are forcing it like if you don't support t series you're, you're anti national okay so let's not get into that <laughs> but yeah yeah yeah, crazy. yeah oh god that's really crazy it's kind of weird though cuz like isn't um isn't t series like it, it's like a corporation right like it's not just one guy it's like a, yeah. a big it's it's group. a music label it's a complete oh, really? music yeah okay yeah. Huh. so uh it was started by one guy so it's literally the music label which holds all the bollywood songs in a nutshell okay. yeah so there's that so that's why like spotify even signed a deal with t series when they were you know entering the indian market wow okay yeah so spotify recently launched officially in india i, I saw that of- yeah yeah I, i stress on officially because i've been like using it since four or five years Or do you just use like VPN a VPN to the it? rescue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> VPN and another secret sauce which I can't say in public. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that Spotify works with a VPN and it's not like you know like like Netflix if you use a VPN it it knows and it like won't let you stream. Uh you're using Spotify, right? Of course. Oh yeah, yeah, I've been using it for so, I don't know like almost a decade, I think. Sweet. So, um you're paying $10 per month, I guess? I think so. Um yeah, it's like 10 or 12 or something like that. I I think it's 10. Okay, so guess the price in India. Um I'm going to say like uh I mean the US equivalent of I I would assume like maybe No, no, just just tell if, me the um dollar price. Oh, okay. Um let's say like 15, 20 bucks. <laughs> it's actually $1.7. No way. For premium? <laughs> yeah, premium. Isn't that no sweet? Way. So I I even convinced my another friend who lives in US and like dude just cancel your US subscription and switch over to the Indian one. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cheap. Like when I heard about yeah, it like that's insane. Yeah, I know, right? Like even when you compare all the other services apart from Spotify, say Netflix and Amazon Prime, it's exponentially cheaper in India. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I wish I could get that cuz even even the um you can actually get it, you know. <laughs> Well, no, like e- even the um like college discount pricing for students is still like 5 bucks a month, which is really good, but it's not it's not that good. Okay, so college pricing in India would be around $1. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So, uh the only deal right now is um Spotify is you know running a battle with another music label. I think it's Warner. So, out of my whole music library one third of the songs are not available right now one fourth yeah, sorry um, one fourth yeah so i'm like oh I've, I've i been, should have switched from my us account <laughs> yeah i've i've been dealing with uh well i haven't personally been dealing with that but i've i've been following along cuz i've got a ton of friends in the in the music business that are that are like not enjoying this uh exchange <laughs> yeah. so it's like you can change your um country in the spotify account once every month like in your every billing cycle so i'm like okay, okay. i'm starting fresh so i'll just turn, turn it to india and then pay for the premium once i switched i'm like oh almost 100 of my songs are unavailable they're just showing up in my playlist but they are unavailable oh man we went on a little road trip yesterday and uh i i kept on going to like you know a, a bunch of different bands uh spotify pages and trying to stream something and it's it's just like it's all blacked out and i'm like well that's cool i guess 
that's not cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> ju- just uh, some names on top of my head, like Daft Punk is not available. Like, come on, Daft Punk is not yeah. available. And uh, some Calvin Harris songs are not available. Skrillex is not available. Um, and some more. Wow. Yeah, these are all these are all big names. I know, right? I'm like, how can you not include these? And talking about Spotify and all, YouTube Music launched today, like literally two hours ago. In India? Yeah. So now you have YouTube Music, YouTube Premium, and YouTube Music Premium. Those are three different things, right? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't, don't really keep up with all that stuff. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I received a press release. Yeah, I did. So it's YouTube Music, YouTube Premium, and YouTube Music Premium. Wow, that's confusing. But yeah. So, you know what? Uh, the ability to download videos from YouTube, that was like already there in the free tier in India because first world country. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was pretty nice. So, are you paying for YouTube premium? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I try to like, I try to make sure that I have no pre-roll ads in anything that I that I watch ever. So, like I've got YouTube premium and, and whatever like the whatever the extra paid version of Hulu is, so I don't have ads on uh, Hulu videos or anything like that. Oh, interesting. So how much are you paying for uh, YouTube Premium? Uh, I think it's 10 a month. And then it comes Jeez. with all that other stuff that I don't use, like YouTube Music and, and you know Google Play Music and all that. Google Play Music is trash. I tried it for a, mm-hmm. a week and like, nope, <laughs> not happening again. Yeah, so I'm you- really not a fan. I mean... I like that you can upload your own music, and that's that's really nice. But the UI is so bad, and I just I don't enjoy using it. Plus, there's no there's no desktop app. Yeah, that's bad. Although I really don't use any desktop apps on my laptop. Anything I can do really? on Chrome, I just use it on Chrome. Oh, I'm the other way around. I love using desktop apps. Why? Any specific reason? I just hate having a, a bunch of different tabs open on, on Chrome and like, I like, um, I don't know, I, I like the separation, like I can just use a hotkey and just switch between different apps instead of like, you, know, you can technically use a hotkey in Chrome and just like, you know, command three or whatever tab you're looking for, but mm-hmm. it's just easier when I can, uh, when I can just kind of spread out all of my different apps across the, uh, across my, my monitor. Interesting. So. I might as well just see if using desktop apps are less RAM intensive because, you know, Chrome being Chrome, it just eats <laughs> RAM like it's breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah, no kidding. I think it's I think it also comes down to like what apps you're using, obviously. But like mm-hmm. uh, Slack in particular is like pretty bad about eating up RAM. <laughs> True. But I, I don't know. I, th- I think most of the apps I use are, are fairly lightweight. So I, I, I don't know. I just, I like the separation. And I, I think like when it's a desktop app, it's like a bit more optimized where like, you know, all the, all the, you get all kinds of different hotkeys that aren't going to like bump into whatever hotkeys Chrome also has. Like you don't have to kind of like work around having each. So mm-hmm. agreed. So I had this kind of notion like for smart, like pretty, pretty much few years ago, like not few years ago, but um, in the starting of smartphone era, my plan was like, okay, I won't install any apps. I will just use everything on Chrome, <laughs> on smartphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like opening Facebook 
or Twitter, anything on the Chrome app itself. Then I just switched like, okay, if it's smartphones, I'll just use apps. And then it's polar opposite on laptop. If I can do something on Chrome, I'll just do it on Chrome. I don't like desktop apps. The only desktop app I have is for Discord because I need to keep it running when I'm playing games with someone else. <laughs> That's the only app I have. Like a proper, proper I think, app. Um, <laughs> I think like the, the one exception for me, because like, I, I always like to have apps on my phone too. Um, I try to keep like as, as few apps as possible. But, you know, if, if I can have an app for a service, I'm going to use it. But I think um, the one exception is, like, I try to, uh, sometimes, like, I, I try to not install Facebook on my phone just because I hate getting all those different notifications and everything. And I, I just don't use Facebook enough. Yeah, I want to delete so Facebook. So, like, <laughs> yeah, me too. But I, I just, um, I, 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 like, most phones, I usually just end up, you know, going to facebook.com on my, on Chrome instead of like downloading the app. And, uh, it's, it's lighter and it's, uh, I don't get all those constant notifications and like, I'm not super concerned about privacy, but as an added bonus, you know, Facebook doesn't have access to all your phone privileges. So. Mm, yeah, agreed. So have you considered like deleting your Facebook account completely? Like not for privacy concerns, but just like it's distracting and all. I would love to. Um, the biggest reason I don't is because of all these different music communities that I'm I'm involved in on Facebook. So like, if I delete my Facebook suddenly, I just like lose all access to those things. Um, mm -hmm. So that that's kind of the big reason why I don't. But yeah, I, I aside from those, I would really really love to not have a Facebook account. Same here. <laughs> so the only reason I'm not doing it because there are some people which will be completely deleted from my life <laughs> if I uninstall Facebook. But then I retrospect. Does that like, sound so bad though? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> are they really my friends if I completely forget about them, about Facebook? Like, does it even matter? And then I just leave Facebook as it is. Like, it's for memes. <laughs> Sometimes people yeah. just uh, tag me on memes and I'm like, okay, that's fine. So out of all social media platforms, which one is your favorite right now? Uh, I, think, I think Instagram because I, I, I don't know, like, I still love tech, but I'm way more interested and in, and I think more involved in uh, in music. And it's like, I really like that. You know, like if, if I tweet something about, you know, my favorite guitar brand or like you know check out this new song, like nobody cares. Um, I, I get like five interactions with it, and like that that's that's the end of it. <laughs> On Instagram, it's like you know that's that's like, Instagram is sort of the actual community for musicians because that's like it just. It's a really good medium for like sharing quick videos of, of you playing your, your instrument or, or, you know, whatever else. Um, so I really like Instagram, but also I'm a big fan of Twitter. Um, I've gotten my last three or four jobs from Twitter. So, you know, really, really like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same would, be, uh, same would be for me. Like top three apps would be Twitter, Instagram and Reddit. Yeah, I don't Reddit. use Reddit as much as I as I used to, but I, I still like going on there sometimes. Yeah, so that's like the meme hierarchy. You get it on 4chan, it trickles down to Reddit, then it trickles oh, yeah. down to Instagram, <laughs> then it goes to 9gag and all. So, oh man, 9gag. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go fully mental and go to 4chan, but yeah, Reddit is my threshold. <laughs> no, nobody should go to 4chan. That's terrible. Or more like it's deep and you don't want to get into that. 
Yeah. Fortune's like it's like like just below like the deep web as far as like things that you shouldn't go to uh, <laughs> for similar reasons. Yeah. Like for 4chan's like deep web light. 4chan is boneless deep web. <laughs> yeah. That that totally makes sense actually. <laughs> so talking about like music and all like what kind of genres do you listen to? Uh I mean I I don't know. I guess I listen to a lot of stuff, but mostly it's uh it's progressive metal and and sort of that general range of things. I haven't seen like your custom made guitar is coming soon. You Yeah, on, right? I'm really excited for that. I'm really really excited for that. That's uh it's my first custom guitar, so Nice. That's so, really cool. I'm not too much into guitars like I did play it in school, but what do you mean by a custom guitar? What are the variables in a custom guitar? I mean, you just get to choose everything. I mean, yeah, like 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 apart from colors, like what's the main thing? Like you can just say I want this hardware, I want these pickups, I want, you know, like um just pretty much any any aspect about the guitar you can customize. Um cuz you know, like like pickups especially are just such a such a big thing. Um so you can you can change the pickups, you can change the hardware, you can just choose whatever finishes or combinations of finishes if they're willing to work with you on that. Okay. So, I might sound like a total noob, but what are pickups? <laughs> <laughs> uh they're the they're the things that like uh transfer the sounds of you playing to uh you know, they're they're the they're the magnets that um that, you know, pick up the sounds of you playing and and send them out to an amp or oh or literally pick up <laughs> yeah yeah oh i see i see so the there there those rectangles beneath the strings on the guitar <laughs> oh <laughs> i oh i see i see okay okay i get it now i get it okay so have you been playing any games recently Uh yeah, I mean we well, I don't know, not, not super recently, but uh, a couple months ago we started playing Red Dead 2 and and got through that game and I was not expecting it to be like so devastatingly powerful. Um <laughs> like it's a really emotional, really really good game. Um like I I never played Red Dead 1, so I didn't really know what I was getting into, but uh Yeah, Red Dead 2 is just phenomenal from a storytelling perspective and super open world and I I I liked it so much. Yeah, like Rockstar take they they totally take their own happy time. They take like 6 to 8 years, but when they deliver, it's amazing. It's phenomenal. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I I don't play many Rockstar games. Um this is my first Red Dead and I think the only one of the only other Rockstar game I've played was GTA 5. It was like the first time I'd ever played a GTA game, but That one too was like surprisingly a good story and great gameplay. Um so yeah, I I I really like them. Considering it came out in 2013 and if even if you play it now, it's still pretty relevant like all the content and all still feels oh, fresh. Yeah. Well, part of it with with GTA 5 is like part of it is that they they constantly update it um with like small things where they'll they'll like add a little bit more dialogue. Um just for like random uh random conversations with strangers or they'll always update the the radio stations mm-hmm. so like like 
I played. Uh, I, I fired up GTA Five for the first time in a long time uh, yesterday, and some of the songs on the radio station were like new, like had just come out in the last you know couple of months, and uh, I was like, hey man, this is this is pretty cool. They just keep it really current. <laughs> True indeed. So. Are you a PC gaming guy or a console gaming guy? Uh, I play on a console because I don't own a PC. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried or even imagined playing game on your Mac? I've I've tried it a few times with with certain games and like it works okay on some games, but I, I'm just I'm really not like I'm not a, a super big gamer, so like I just don't really want to put the the time and the money into like. You know, decking out a giant gaming PC. Um, I know Those you can, like, you can make one for yeah. You can you can make one for, for like a fairly reasonable cost these days. But it's still just like I don't want to spend the money on that when like that's the only thing I would use it for. Um, all of my all of my content creation software is like Mac only, so I would have to completely like you know like get new software. Probably switch to Adobe, which I don't really want to do, and and like just completely change up my workflow just so I could game a little bit. And it's like, yeah. So apart from Red Dead Redemption 2, have you been playing any Battle Royale games? Maybe no. Um, Apex Legends? A few of my friends want me to... Yeah, a few friends want me to try out Apex so I can play with them, but... Uh, Dude, you must. I don't know. I, you I, should. I, I'm just not much of an online gamer, man. Like, I love Halo. Uh, that was always kind of like the game I grew up playing with other people. But even then, it's like, I'm not good at those games. So I just keep on getting destroyed by these people that like sit on there day in and day out. And I'm like, man, this isn't fun when I just keep on dying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eventually, you start having fun. Apart from Fortnite, I tried Fortnite once. <laughs> I installed it within an hour. I'm like, nope, this isn't fun. I've never, I've never played it. I've, I mean, I've never played like any of these battle royale type games, but uh, I just don't even really know much about Fortnite. Uh, I know that they keep on getting sued for for uh, stealing dances, and then, you know, the, the cases keep getting thrown out. But um, I just, I don't know anything about it, really. Yeah, it's better if you stay off it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find it interesting at all. First of all, it looks very cartoonish. And the yeah, second it thing, it has building mechanics i'm like no <laughs> that's i wouldn't say it's complicated but it's unnecessary in my opinion and for those who like it and they're good at it hey good for you what works for you is good for you yeah are there any specific games you're looking forward to in 2019 uh yeah um i've never really been much of a nintendo gamer um mm. i mean i i had like a nintendo 64 um and a gamecube but like the Wait, Wii you do never have a Switch, me. right? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that I've got the Switch, like I've missed so many other Nintendo games because I didn't have like a Wii or a Wii U, and I'm so excited for like all these new continuations of games that I played on GameCube. So, like Animal Crossing, whatever that's gonna come out, I'm super excited for. Luigi's Mansion Three, I'm really excited for. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of like old school Pokemon games, but I can't really keep up with all the newer guys. So like, I don't know how I feel about that. The sword and shield games that are coming out. I haven't really like looked into it much, but uh, yeah, just a, a lot of switch games I'm excited for. Oh, so nothing across like the PS4 land. 
Okay, so so there's one game. It's pretty niche, I guess. I don't know, but um, I'm I'm a huge, huge fan of the game Spelunky. If you've ever played that, what? It's it's like a little. Um, it's not really eight bit, but it's like kind of that styling. Um, so it's it's just kind of like arcade style, like a side scroller, but. Uh, you're going through all these different caves and collecting money and, and items and stuff like that. I mean, I've just I've lost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours to that game. And Spelunky 2 is finally coming out for the PS4 in uh, a few months, I think. I know they're, they're demoing it at GDC this week. This is so interesting. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I was searching for it. Uh, looks like a retro game of sorts. Looks good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm such a fan. I've I've got it on uh, on Xbox and PS4 because I I like started on the PS4 and then I stopped playing that console, so I just like have it on Xbox now. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it's it's just it's probably my favorite game. I've I've definitely spent more time on this game than like anything else. Sweet. So for me personally, I'm looking forward to um, The Last of Us Part Two. Um, yeah, me too. Actually. I have my doubts that it won't be coming into 2019. I really don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know um, what to expect as far as a time frame goes, but I think uh, as long as the game itself ends up being uh, as good as we're all hoping for, like I don't mind waiting if you know if, if it takes until 2020. That's fine. Just make it a good game. You know. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, 2020 would be the year of next-gen consoles, so it'll be in a tight spot where. You'll have new generation consoles, and you're going to launch a previous gen game. Yeah, I mean, I think they did that with um, with The Last of Us One, though, didn't they? Like, it came out uh, fairly close Late. to the launch of the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the PS3 game like got super big, and then the PS4 came out, and it took them a while to port it to the new console, but like, you know, it, it eventually made its way. Yeah, it was 1080p 60fps, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it is just gorgeous. It's so nice to play on the on the PS4. I really want console games to hit 60fps mark. I don't want 4K. I just want... I'm, I'll be happy, more than happy with 10, 1080p 60fps. But nope. Yeah. Every, everybody wants to focus on 4K. Yeah, I mean, ideally, I would love to have both. But uh, obviously, you know, with at least current specs, that's pretty uh that, that, that's asking a lot so if i had to choose between the two i would definitely take 60 frames before 4k so yeah apart from the last of us part two i'm also looking forward to the avengers initiative game like it still doesn't have a title yet it's just that square enix is working on it since two years i guess so there's really? that yeah and then there's the Batman Arkham game, which doesn't have a title yet, but it's being teased everywhere. It's it's going to be around the Court of Owls. That one is going to be interesting. Have you played like Arkham series? No, I uh, I think I bought it forever ago, and then I just never got around to playing it. Like I, I think I got like super busy right after I bought it, and then once I wasn't busy, I just kind of forgot about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I've played like all of them apart from Origins, which is a spin-off kind of game. But yeah, looking forward to these three. So talking about GDC, um, did you check out the 
Google patent about it, the that weird gaming controller and all. Uh yeah, I saw that, but wasn't that like it was a leak that um somebody just kind of made a render off of the patent files, so like it wasn't uh like the image that was going around everywhere wasn't really um Google's actual product render, it was just like something that somebody made. Yeah, true. So it was based off a patent design and one guy just slapped a 3D render on it. Yeah. In my opinion, that looks bad. <laughs> Doesn't look ergonomic at all. Oh, it looks horrible. But uh, I don't know. It's 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 hard to gauge from a from a, you know, render that's not official, I think. Mhm. But apart from that, I'm really looking forward to cloud gaming and all. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that stuff. Like I I tried um uh PlayStation had it on the PS4. It was uh PlayStation Now. Mhm. And I mean I I say had, they still have it, but it's just like I tried it a couple of years ago with with um like I was playing BioShock on the PS4 before the PS4 like collection came out. So I was just streaming the PS3 version. And it just it ran so poorly even though I had like a pretty good network connection. It just kind of put me off of the whole thing. I don't know. I'm I'm sure it's a lot better now cuz it's been like 3 or 4 years. Yeah, like totally depends upon the servers and all. It's particularly interesting because I am a cloud computing student. So <laughs> I was a cloud <laughs> computing student. So that's all interesting to me. And being Google, like they have GCP Google Cloud platform that's pretty nice. So pretty interested how it will all turn out because they ran beta tests where you could just play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on Google Chrome that was amazing oh Without, yeah i tried to sign up for it but i couldn't even with the vpn <laughs> uh i signed up for it because i mean we were all told to at ac just so we could like so somebody would get access mm-hmm. uh for coverage but i i wasn't the first one to get it so i just didn't really mess with it Oh, so did anyone get through it? Yeah, I think Russell did. Um and yeah, I th- I think it actually ended up working working really well, but I'm not really sure. I could be I could be just completely BSing you. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about all this cloud gaming stuff. Did you get a chance to try any cloud game titles on Switch? I know there are like a couple of them, not couple but several of them, including um, Resident Evil 7 if i recall correctly. No, i don't i don't think i have. Um i don't know. I i i feel bad cuz i haven't i i really love the Switch, but i haven't booted it in a couple of weeks just cuz like i've been in and out of town so much that like i just haven't really had time to play it lately, but um i don't think i've played any cloud games. The 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 uh NES games, those aren't those aren't streamed, are they? No, I don't think so. Why would you stream okay. NES games? You can just run it on a potato. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh no, uh you have to have the online service to to play them, but yeah, they're they're not streamed. So, yeah, so no, like a I, DRM I, I service? have it then. Yeah, something like that. Like you it's Nintendo's monthly thing is only like 2 bucks a month, but yeah, you you have to have that to get the NES like collection. Oh, I see. You know, this is what I don't like about consoles. Like, I have to pay to you know play online. I'm like, why? It's free on PC. Yeah, agreed. It's uh, it's pretty annoying. Um, especially because like 
like I was saying earlier, my friends want me to try out Apex Legends, but it's like they're all on PlayStation. I'm on Xbox, and if I get it on PlayStation so I can play with them, then <laughs> I suddenly have to, you know, like re-sign up for the for the online play, and it's like ten bucks a month or something like that. I don't want to. I don't want to do all that. Oof. Might as well just open a new account, start a trial, <laughs> play, yeah. and then cut it off. <laughs> yeah, I already did that forever ago when they, like, when they... Do you remember when the PSN got hacked? Like, oh, I don't yes. know. It was two years ago, I guess. Two, three years ago. No, it was back when I was in, like, high school. Wait, uh, um, it was during PS3, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, more than five, six years ago then. Yeah, I think it was like eight or nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I don't know. I'm I'm 25 now, so it's got to be at least more <laughs> than that. I don't know. It's been a while. Either yeah. way, whenever that happened, I, I lost access to my account um, because, like, when I signed up for for the PlayStation Network, like, I was not 18, so you, you know you have to like they were really strict about you have to have like a, a separate. Uh, like one of your parents has to have an account to then authorize your account. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous. So, like my you know my parents weren't gonna play the PlayStation online. So my dad was like, yeah, whatever, just you know, make one in my name and then you know approve it from there. It's whatever. And uh, I forgot the password to that master account. So wow. <laughs> when when my underage account got got hacked and I, I you know had to reset the password you needed to send that password confirmation to the master account and I, I couldn't get signed in so I just I had to create a whole new thing and lost all of my data and lost everything ouch yeah ouch. it's been it's been close to a decade and I'm still just like man that sucks <laughs> <laughs> well all of us were not 18 when internet came around so like yeah Bypassed all the walls and gardens, <laughs> right? Yeah, for Man, Facebook. Speaking of the internet, just turned thirty today. If you didn't, if you didn't see yeah, that, yeah, I did read the news. I'm like, wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Time flies by pretty quickly, which reminds me, <laughs> we have crossed the one-hour mark. Wow, time does fly pretty quickly. Oh wow, have we? Yeah. Okay, so final question. Wow. Are there any smartphones which you're looking forward to in 2019? Like. Of course, you're looking forward to, but which are the most top ones you're looking forward to in 2019? Um, I mean, I think, you know, we, we talked about it earlier with the, with the foldable phones. I'm definitely excited to check out the Mate X and the Galaxy Fold, you know, like not on a showroom floor. Like I would love to spend some actual time with mm-hmm. it. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess just I'm sure there will be phones that none of us are expecting, like, like just new, new models entirely. But uh, I'm I'm always excited about new pixels, especially now that like the Pixel Three is my first um, it's my first Pixel that I've personally owned. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like super uh, in, like super interested in 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 continued models, and uh, you know whatever whatever OnePlus puts out, they're always super good phones. I hate what I've seen of the of the like purported renders of the OnePlus Seven with that like pop-out camera. I don't like it, man. I don't like it either. Really, really not about it, but it's still going to be a good phone. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I guess like the new Galaxy Note will be nice too, just because the Galaxy Notes are always nice. 
they're not really my thing. They're too big for me, but, uh, you know, they're, they're always great phones. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Pixel 4, the mini one. <laughs> yeah, if, if that, uh, is that still happening? A mini version? Yeah, like Pixel 4 and Pixel 4 XL. Oh, I thought you meant like an even smaller version. Like, like how oh, they were have the Pixel the, um... 3 Lite and Lite XL. Yeah. I heard yeah. it's happening and they would be launching in India in summer, but I don't see the point. Might as well just scrap it. Because it already Pixel is exorbitantly priced in India. Yeah, I mean, I think, isn't that, isn't that the, the point though? Like they want it to be cheaper. They want like a super affordable kind of like budget mid-tier model. But the, but the point being, um, in a market like India... Xiaomi's already playing the, I mean, they're totally monopolizing the whole market in the low and mid-tier phones market. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. Google cannot hold a candle in front of them. And even Samsung for that matter. So might as well just not try. Yeah, because Samsung's been pushing like the, the A series pretty hard over there, yeah, right? Yeah, A and M series. Yeah. It's better than their J yeah, series. Yeah, versus like sure. here in the... <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, the, the J series is, uh, I don't want to say it's horrible because like, for the price, they're they're fine, but they're not super appealing. No, like here in the states, I mean, you'll you'll find the J series for um, like at 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 carrier stores, it's always like the prepaid option. Oh. But um, you know, aside from that, it's like you, I I don't think I've ever seen a Galaxy A series phone in the U.S. like on a store shelf. I think Sprint carries them, and that's about it. Maybe AT and T, but uh, they're just not really. Not really widely spread over here. Um, you know what, though? I am excited to see, like, I mean, it's it's already out, but, like, I just, I want to spend more time with the Galaxy S10e. I think that thing is so dope. That's exactly what I told the Indian PR over here. Like, listen, this might sound weird, but I want to check out S10e first. Don't send me the S10 or S10+. Plus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I get it, because it's, you know, it, it's a really attractive price point compared to the other models. It's, you know, like, it's obviously it's small and nice to hold. And have you, have you, like, have you used one at a briefing or anything? Yeah, yet? yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, if, I mean, it feels exactly like it's, it's almost identical in size and even like form factor to like an iPhone 10. And even Pixel 3. So it's kind of this thing that everybody has been asking for. I think it's a little bit smaller than the 3, isn't it? Mm, yeah, if you don't count the bezels, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess like I, I guess they're all kind of the same size because it, it is very similar to like an iPhone 10. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think um, the footprint is the same, like, but the S10e has a bigger screen because no bezels. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like exactly what we've all been asking for, right? Like we all want... Uh, well, I don't want to say everybody, but <laughs> I definitely want like an iPhone 10 running Android and that's seems you know it's it's pretty much it right there. Yeah, I love the size of 10. And now that I'm using Pixel 3 I'm like totally spoiled by it and I have to return it yeah. soon. <laughs> I'm like no, oh, really? yeah, I got spoiled by it. I love the haptic I mean haptic feedback. It's so nice. Like of course it's not as good as the iPhone yeah. 10, but it's still pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's um it's one of those things where like you kind of have to settle on Android for like, you know, your, your options are either like Pixel 3 is kind of a, I'd say Pixel 3 haptics are like a 6 or a 7, mm. and most Android phones are like a 3. Oh, true. So you just kind of have to be like, well, this is, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> but then you pick up an iPhone, you're like, oh my god, this feels, you know, the haptics are amazing. Yeah. 
that crunchy poppy feedback is amazing yeah it's super good of course then you know you then you're on an iphone and there's all kinds of other downsides yeah. um i don't know I, iphones are good phones they're just not my thing for for people like us yeah it's not really super appealing if you're like a like a tinkerer yeah. a friend of mine switched from pixel 3 xl to iphone 10 plus and he was like happy for a while and then like since he was a google user he was using google photos and all and then turns out it's a whole cluster of on ios where you can't import your photos and all like if you have to back up your photos your whole library gets backed up at once you can't particularly choose a folder or the photos clicked by the device itself so it's a nightmare with google photos on ios because of the way ios um, particularly works i guess handles apps running in the background i guess so so like like you have to um like you know on an android phone you don't really have to think about it your your photos are just going to get uploaded in the background no matter what on iOS, it's not going to do that with Google Photos unless you have recently opened the app. So if you're doing something else, your photos are never going to end up on Google Photos until you open it again. Wow. <laughs> the, it's super, super frustrating. They literally want you to pay for iCloud. Apple Cloud? Or is it iCloud? iCloud it is. Uh, iCloud, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's like, it's not an active... Um, like it, it's not Apple really going out of their way to make that happen or anything. It's just that's you know that, that's just how iOS handles any kind of apps in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like when I was in Spain uh, for MWC. It's like you see so many less iPhones. Uh, of course, you know, like I was surrounded by other tech reviewers, so most of them have an iPhone on hand. But like general civilians don't really carry iPhones as much as in America. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that is like what we were talking about before we started recording how, you know, like absolutely nobody in America, unless you're like in America, unless you're from another country or you have a lot of family from another country or, or something like that, like nobody uses WhatsApp. Um, you're never going to see, you know, just like two people just like, randomly using whatsapp on the streets or anything Mm -hmm. versus obviously you know in in other countries it's like the number one ubiquitous messaging service but since nobody uses whatsapp here it's like like that makes the iphone a lot more appealing because you can you know it's like oh all my friends with an iphone have iMessage and i can't use iMessage and that sucks yeah that's really interesting you know because here whatsapp is a staple so <laughs> yeah. you, if you want to chat with someone, you use WhatsApp. If you just want to call someone, you can use WhatsApp. Like nobody calls these days. I'm like more of a text person. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just it's an older one. I don't know anybody. Um, the the only person I know here that uses WhatsApp is uh, somebody who like frequently travels to other countries for work and has to like keep close communication with people from outside of the US but that's that's about it you know the one of the best things i like about whatsapp is i can access it on my laptop as well so i don't have to check my phone again and again we'll see and that's what iMessage does and like that's one of the reasons people like it oh i just reverse engineered iMessage i guess <laughs> so <laughs> you you were mentioning that you use normal text messaging right uh yeah with with like 
With most of my non-tech friends, yeah. Huh. I, I think, you know, like with, with tech people, it's like, oh, well, we'll just, you know, ping me on Slack or, or you know, mm-hmm. DM me on whatever social network. But yeah, with with most uh, most people outside of the like tech reviewing space, yeah, I just I just text them. Wow. That comes off pretty weird to me. <laughs> and how, how do you handle like group yeah. chats if you're using SMS? Oh, I don't. I, I hate doing group chats. Yeah, I only use it when, like, I have to plan something, you know, like we're going out or something, we just make a plan, group chat and then have a word. But how do you handle that? Like, of course you don't, but still, if that need arises, how do you handle that? Uh, the the very few times that happens for me, it's like, we just use Facebook Messenger, because that's something that, like... Yeah, <laughs> that works as Like, well. no, no matter what phone, like, everybody has it, so... I really don't use Facebook Messenger. Like w- once in a blue moon, someone just messages me out of, out of anywhere, like "Hey," <laughs> and then I reply. I use it. Um, I I use it with like marketplace groups on Facebook, where like you know people are buying or selling uh, music gear. But um, yeah, outside of that, I don't use it much, um, unless unless either either like a I don't know how to reach you outside of Facebook, which is not that common <laughs> or be like, again, with, with group stuff. Um, last time I was in New York, we, we kind of, uh, met up with a bunch of, of, of our tech friends and just like kind of arrange it all on Facebook. Like, Hey, let's go to this karaoke bar and, and figure it out from there. So <laughs> pretty interesting. Okay, man. So let's wrap this up and, uh, tell us where we can find you on the interwebs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find anywhere, assuming you can spell my name, which means I'm not easy to find, <laughs> but um, I'm Hayato Husman like, everywhere, so just H-A-Y-A-T-O-H-U-S-E-M-A-N, um, pretty much any social network, or, or, you know, like, obviously you can find my work over on Android Central as well, and if I can drop a quick plug, you should check out Android Central's Galaxy S10 review, because... I got to play with a gimbal for the first time uh, for that shoot, and it was amazing. I think the video it's super looks pretty. Really good. It's super pretty. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. It's it's hard to work with the gimbal, but it's super worth it once once you get it uh, once you get it figured out. Yeah, it's fun indeed. I, I was kind of you know thinking of buying Osmo Mobile, but then I dropped the idea. Yeah, we use the uh, the Shiyun Crane V2. Um, which is a little bit cheaper than the Osmo Mobile, um, or Osmo, whatever the whatever the one for an actual camera is. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit cheaper, and it's like the only downside is it doesn't support as much weight. But you know, we used a GH5 with three different lenses, and none of them gave us any issues. So Shiyun's a pretty good option. So how you pronounce it? It's Siyun Ziyun. It's just like my name, <laughs> like unique name. Nobody pronounces it correctly. Everybody misspells it. Oh, same here. <laughs> <laughs> I get a new misspell every day, almost. Same. I Dude, I don't even use my name uh, when I go to like, you know, like a coffee shop or, or you know, get <laughs> like order food or anything. I always use a friend's name because it's just, it's easier that way. Wow. <laughs> now, I purposefully use my name because then it's fun knowing how, how they can mess that up. Because I've grown. I just don't like that. going through the whole like. I just don't like doing it where you know they're like, yeah, can I get a name for your order? And I'm like, yeah, it's Hayato. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I have to like go through it like four or five times and spell it out. And it's like, 
it's just easier for me to just be like, oh yeah, uh, Dakota. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a common name to me, at least. I mean, I, I know a bunch of people named Dakota, but also it's like it's a state. I feel like most people can. How do you spell it out? D A K O T A. Oh, I see. I see. All right, man. So this has been a pretty good discussion. I had fun. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, I had fun. And yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't get to do a whole lot of like casual podcasts like this, and this was this was a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Like, hey, this is the concept, which is nice. You don't get to like follow a crisp routine of sorts. You just go on the flow and have a good chat. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice and relaxed. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. I will see you on the internet. All right, yeah. man. Yeah, thanks for chatting. Yeah. And that's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, like, share, subscribe, do your thing. And hey, if you have any comments, questions, or constructive criticism, do let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, which is at ShimonIPS, which is S-H-I-M-O-N-I-P-S. And hey, let's have a chat. Let's have a good discussion about everything under the sun. This was a fun one, actually. We recorded after midnight, I guess. It was, I guess, 1 or 2 a.m. for me. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun nonetheless. All right, folks, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.